If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror films ever made and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condo with a K and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Ben Errington. How are you, Ben? <laughs> Mr. Ben Errington. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How the devil are you? Yeah, good. I've got tea. It's really cold in this house. I'm at my mum and dad's house. I'm on my own. Um, oh. I've eaten a, like a three quarters of a pack of uh, chocolate digested biscuits. Got a bit of sugar oh, rushing happening. Like it. Three quarters of a pack. That's good going. Right. Have My you parents ever looked at a pack- here, so I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever looked at a packet of chocolate biscuits and it says like sixteen servings on it, and you go, "In what world is this sixteen servings? Are there even sixteen biscuits in there?" I think there's like ten. So someone's maybe I don't know. Maybe people are having a third of a biscuit. Uh, if, if someone's having a third of a biscuit, then. They've got very tiny I'm, tummies. I'm, Don't want to diet. Tiny tummies. <laughs> you got a tiny tummy. I'm having a, yeah. I've moved on from the humble chocolate digestive. I'm a chocolate hobnob man now. I go for chocolate. I, I don't mind. Take them, take them both on. I'll, ta- I'll take them both, but you know, if there's the option, I'll go for the chocolate hobnob if I need to. Dark you know? chocolate or casual? <laughs> milk, choc- milk chocolate, but... <laughs> Dark chocolate or casual? I'll go for casual chocolate, but you know, if I'm feeling a bit frisky and a little bit upper upper class, then I'll go yeah. for a dark chocolate one. Chili. All right. <laughs> I like I like dark chocolate more, I think generally. But uh, you know, yeah. I'm thirty, so I have to at some point you refine your tastes. Yeah, you do. Wine. This is a good. This is a good podcast about the top fifty chocolate biscuits. Um, That's the podcast. We've just <laughs> an hour episode about each biscuit. Can you okay. imagine? So today we are talking about a certain film by a certain director. But before all that, have you got any other guffs you want to talk about? 
Um, yeah, so we've obviously we had a tiny little, well, not a break, but just it's been a couple of weeks since the last episode. So I've watched a few things. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go into everything in massive detail. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll smash out the highlights here, Luke. Smash, right? out. smash yeah. out the highlights. Smash them out. 16 uh, servings. I, here we go. <laughs> 16 servings. Um, I can't remember. Did I talk about Skyscraper last week? Yeah, yeah. I've already talked about that. Yeah. Talked about that. Okay, that's one off. Yeah. I watched Gangs <laughs> of New York. Gangs yeah. of New York's amazing. Uh, yeah. What what a bloody film that is. Uh, Billy just, the just Butcher, whoever his name is. Beautiful. Bill the Butcher. I love the ending as well. It was a really poignant ending. Got me not welling up, but you know, nearly. Yeah. Um, I watched <laughs> Man. I watched Mandy with Nicolas Cage, which I don't think you've seen yet. Not yet. I want to do. It's been getting like pretty good reviews, but I think it for me it felt a bit more style over substance. Like it was a really enjoyable watch, but I feel like it was a very slow paced film. And I think I've watched a few things lately that have kind of I've struggled with the slow pace of You're them, and it's kind of affected. You're too fast for the world. I'm too fast, man. Anything's going on. I mean, it is it's batshit crazy. It's like a yeah. cosmic, a cosmic violent love story with like loads of weird shit. Black metal album. Someone told me. It's like a black metal album, but you know, with with loads of synth, with loads of synthesizers going on as well. Um, so yeah, I won't talk so much about that. I was kind of, I was a bit lukewarm on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'll probably, you'll probably be Ben warm on it. I am um, always Ben warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think we both, we both saw Hold the Dark, didn't we? The yeah. Netflix film. What did you? Are you a Solnier fan? Jeremy Solnier. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've seen, I've seen Blue Ruin. I've seen Green Room. I enjoyed both of them a bit. Not like I wasn't blown away by either. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like Blue Ruin. I like Green Room. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, I read somewhere that if Green Room is the punk rock of his of his filmography, yeah, th- Hold the Dark is like the the Norwegian black metal. Wow, all these black metal films coming. All out. these black metal yeah. films, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of agree, but it's another film that I feel like really oh struggles. My God, it's so slow. What did you say? Glacial pace? Is that yeah. you say? Like I know it, it felt very cold to me. I don't mean that just because it's like full of like snow in certain Alaska. It's like the even the dialogue is is not really yeah. like real dialogue. It's just like it's all very philosophical and slow and I don't know. I I I, I was I wanted more green room. I wanted more tense sort of yeah. Crazy. There's a couple of cool yeah. bits in it. There's a really good set piece in like the middle of the film, yeah. which I thought was good. Was tense. Yeah. But even that even that felt a little bit dragged out. I feel like it's one of those films where I don't understand the. The motives of anybody involved like i hit that and I, I really struggle to get on board with a film when i don't understand anyone's motives you know what i mean it just yeah. feels it's another it's another film for me where i feel like everyone just go home <laughs> no, no, <bro. laughs> i said this about the predator yeah. everyone just go home everyone well, just go i've had enough of this what's this the main nonsense. guy's name um mr westworld it's the guy from westworld the guy who's in casino royale um is it like jeremy jeff no god uh, i'm I can't believe I've forgotten. He's like, uh, he has um, no race. <laughs> He's like, I've no, I don't know, I don't know what he is. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, Je- it's Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, yeah. He's like, his yeah. character in this, What he's just, uh, he got a letter from uh, an insane, grieving mother about killing his, uh, killing the wolf who killed her child. And then yeah. she, he turned, she, you just, if you got that letter. Yeah, I don't understand why. I don't know. Maybe you wanted some. If you, if you got that letter, you might ring her up and go, "Look, I've got your letter. What's all this about?" But he just goes there. Yeah. Turns up and goes, "Look, <laughs> look, I'm here to yeah. ki- I'm here to probably kill that wolf." Um, it was just a weird film. It just was. It was neither here nor there. Um, and I'm really finding it hard with anything I see um Alexander Skarsgård in these days. 
Um, he's become he's fast becoming an actor that if I see his name on a on That's a like good. poster no, or whatever, yeah. I, I go I go oh really do I want to look at his face again for a couple of hours I don't know yeah. like I me mean, just just for example just just for an example before anyone you know thinks oh it's not very fair uh, mute no didn't like that the legend of Tarzan awful went into that at all um, there I'm out <sighs> Wait, what yeah. else was he in uh, he was, I think he's in Battleship he's in the Straw Dogs remake Ooh. Um, oh yeah he was yeah James Marston, to, to, be, yeah. to, be, to be fair, I couldn't. T- I couldn't tell you one film I've seen him in where I've gone. Alexander Skarsgård, what a man! Now Whereas I'm just looking, Bill I think Skarsgård is uh, doing yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. There's a few Skarsgårds. There's Bill. There's uh, oh Bill, obviously since Pennywise. Um, Stellan, yeah, is that his name. He's which, which, he's in which one died? Stuff like- Some one of them died recently, didn't he? Oh God, really? I think I don't know maybe I made that up anyway so Alexander Skarsgård basically yeah. just have a day off yeah chill have out a, mate have a day have a yeah <laughs> chill out mate just find find you know I mean find a film that just isn't shit I'm sorry <laughs> I don't yeah. think Hold the Dark is shit as such it just wasn't it just wasn't great yeah I mean I, I was just again I give it lukewarm. a C, C sort of uh, it, it was alright um that's, I haven't seen because in October you kind of feel like that's going to be Halloween horror movie month, so you kind of hold back a little bit. Um, so I haven't really watched it. I watched Rats. Have you seen that documentary? Well, I watched some of Rats. I fell asleep. Rats is a documentary by Morgan Spur, like about um, the rats in New York, and it says it's like eighteen. Oh, okay. There's like eighteen million people who live in New York, and there are more rats, and you don't see them every day. Like you went to New York, you might not have seen them. Maybe seen a couple of them, uh, but then like. Yeah. If they show you, like, if you look at, like, a, a sewer grate for long enough, you'll just see five or six rats just jump out and go back in. And there's a bit where they took, like, one of those tube cameras and they shoved it in the grate. Um, and it goes down into this, like, uh, under, under the streets. And then it pulls back and you just see shit loads of rats just, like, staring at this camera. It's freaky. Like, how many rats there are. Like, it's unbelievable. Maybe that's maybe that's worth a watch. I don't, I don't know. I feel like Morgan Spurlock. I think, to be fair, I think I've only ever seen Super Size Me and then like interviews he's done. Yeah. So, but other than rats. Yeah. Anything else? Ah. And your sixteen servants. That was it, pretty much. Um, I've been watching a bit. Of t- I finished season two of Ozark um, on Netflix, which I think is mm, nah. <laughs> I'm kind of like. As 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 it went on and on and on, I just got less and less interested. Yeah. Uh, Jason Bateman, I think um, his character feels like he's got he's got no arc. So that everyone else has, but he hasn't. He's just like he does the same thing. And there was some stuff in the first series which kind of hinted towards his character being quite interesting. But in the second series, he is literally just like background noise. Yeah, and I think it's just a ma- it's just a massive shame. And it feels like any any issue they have in this series, they solve it like in pretty much the same way. There are a few like unexpected deaths, like Breaking Bad style. You know, when someone, a major character in Breaking Bad, would die, and you go, "Holy shit! I can't believe they killed that person." Yeah. A few of those moments, which I was a bit like, "Oh, I like those moments." Yeah, get on board yeah. with that. I like those moments. Yeah. But other than that, it just feels very. It's just I don't know. Like I any, feel like get, I don't I don't watch TV shows much anymore because I always feel like just watch the first episode and the last episode and like the most <laughs> the most of the in between yeah. ones. They're just like I don't know. They're just dragging it on for the sake of. Mm. Content. Well, content. Uh, Sorry about content. Content. Yeah. Well, Ozark was ten episodes, and I feel like it could have been. It could have been. It could have easily been six. I know, like the American stuff yeah. isn't ever that short, really. 
Um, but yeah, it just feels like it just goes goes in one direction and then the next, and then like, and some people like that, but I just feel like I, I'd rather just, you know, focus on one thing and just get there in a roundabout way rather than just, yeah. just going all over the place and just nothing being resolved and everyone being, yeah, it's just it's just hard. Well, I find it exhausting. I, I find it hard to commit to a film sometimes. I'm like an hour into a film and I'm like, God, bloody hell, I don't yeah. know how, how I can persevere with this. Let alone a series. That's, I mean, it's a lot of time in your life to dedicate to just lying there or sitting there and <laughs> lying there, yeah. <laughs> or whatever you do. Sometimes you might you might run to it, yeah, like on the tre- on a treadmill. But you know, very rarely. Yeah, no, I completely. I know what you mean. I mean, give me like <sighs> I don't know a ten a ten minute film. <laughs> just get in yeah. and out. So all about the short films. Yeah. In um, and so it's talking about films that you may have laid down to watch or not. Uh, today we're going to be talking about 2002's Dog Soldiers. I think it was your suggestion, this one. Yeah, it's kind of been like lingering on the outskirts of my mind for a few months, and I kind of been thinking about watching it. So I thought, why not do it? Yeah. Uh, for a podcast, mate. <laughs> uh, what's it about, mate? What's it all about? Well. Well, Dog Soldiers, a 2002 action horror film written and directed by Neil Marshall, starring Kevin McKidd, Sean Pertwee, and Liam Cunningham. Uh, lots of other people as well. Lots of other people. Tons of um, them. So basically, tons of them. Tons of them. Uh, so a routine military exercise turns into a nightmare in the Scottish wilderness. I mean, it's is pretty that, nightmare. Yeah, is that the, that's the blurb, right? That's, that's the blurb, I mean, you okay. know, there's nothing else. That's, that's, all, that's all you can have. Yeah, well, it's enough. I mean, that is the film. Uh, written over to our Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall obviously done all right. He did The Descent, which is classed as one of the best horror movies ever made. He did that mm-hmm. episode of Black Mirror with the robot dogs, which I really liked. Not yeah. everyone liked that one. I thought it was good. Then episode like of Game of one. Thrones uh, was one yeah, of the big done, ones. He's done a few Game of Thrones things, oh, I right. believe. Um, oh, actually, I don't know. I, I say that. Sorry, I didn't... I, I've said that was literally no fact to back it up. I just, <laughs> no, I like I'll it. Yeah, it. Just, just say stuff. It's, it's okay. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, okay. uh, right. you know, part. Two, two and he's a transvestite. Why not? Just throw it in. He's uh, I that for a second when you said that. He's well, done. People will. He's done an episode. He's done an episode of Westworld. He's done an episode <laughs> he? of yeah. Oh. Constantine, which I think was cancelled. He's done an episode of Hannibal. Lost in space. You know, he just seems to, he just got his finger in loads of pies. Yeah, uh, and he uh, is doing the new Hellboy film, which we've just seen the poster for. Yeah, so the poster came out like yesterday. Well, by the time this podcast goes live, it's been out a couple of days. I mean, it's it's at utterly badass, isn't it? Yeah, it looks. It looks no. cool. I've seen some hate on the tagline, which I think just says "Legendary AF." Um, but I kind yeah. of feel it's fitting. I mean, the, the comics were always very dark, but they also had like a, a pulpy sort of fun mm. I don't know sort of playfulness to them so yeah why not yeah that's I like, think so that's I how the kids it's... talk innit AF did they say that AF but to be fair like you've got a daughter I, I've, <laughs> looking at <laughs> she definitely doesn't say that looking at the poster I mean the tagline was like one of my last faults yeah. everything else I was just like holy shit he's got like a glowing sword oh my god he looks ripped oh my god he's got yeah. massive horns all that stuff yeah the um, flame is like yeah. really like it's really vibrant really in your face you can practically yeah. feel the heat yeah. coming off it yeah, it looks nice. really good and I mean I wasn't sure when um, is it David Harbour was first That's attached to it yeah didn't seem to be a very fitting actor for me but I don't know I, I looked he's... at the side of his size of his head and I was like yeah got a big head yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right. at it I'm looking at it 
looking at his head right now. But very, I don't know. I guess just because heavy. It's yeah. Why I look <laughs> just because just because of the uh, yeah. Just because of the Stranger Things stuff, like I, it wasn't something. But yeah, this this cast that's pretty good. Mila Jovovich is like the villain, I believe. Uh, Ian McShane is in it. Uh, and some other people. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, I know, I know. We, all we've seen is like a, a photo and a poster, but you know, sometimes, yeah, it's pretty banging, doesn't it? I mean, the the last ones with Del Toro, I do kind of feel they were perfect for his oeuvre, but um, yeah, I think Neil Marshall like done a lot of good stuff, and like this film that we're talking about today, I can see that progression. You know, this and descent and. Because this is a, like a comedy to me as well. I know it takes itself seriously, Dog Soldiers does. Yeah. But it's still like, uh, it's got a kind of snatch English comedy. But like English people don't talk, English people are not that witty. Like they don't constantly no. like, like. Lads, lads. Yeah. They, they haven't always got like the next put down ready to go. Yeah. Um, let's, before we go into that, sorry, I just want to mention that Neil Marshall's done some dodgy films as well. He did, he made Doomsday after the descent. See, I like that, but I was quite young. So, uh, it might be Centurion it is with what's his name uh, Fastbender isn't it mm, I that know. was never heard of it that was that was meh and Doomsday I was a bit meh with as well so uh, but the Dog Sergeant to the Senate two, definitely two of my two of my favourite films yeah uh, so, uh, yeah so this I mean okay Dog Soldiers. I remember watching this um, I don't know I remember I was, 15 or something and I remember it being kind of perfect for that age because I couldn't the, the cheesy as- aspects of this film didn't seem cheesy to me back then like this film's got the thing where the locator will come on the screen and it'll go as if like it's bleeping yeah. as if someone's like writing yeah, yeah. Like, that's, I mean that doesn't happen in real life <laughs> unfortunately and like <laughs> if you get a bit there. <laughs> yeah the, the bleepy bits happen and then it's like again Neil Marshall I, I pulled him about this on, on The Descent when we reviewed that the hero music, it's, a, it's so like cheesy to me. Like, I don't know, something about it just it just makes me think like yeah. of uh, 80s B, not 80s B, 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger rip-off movies. Like that sort of, yeah. I don't know, that's that music, Universal Soldier 2, that level of the well, guess, soundtrack. It's definitely got those sensibilities because I think something I watched on YouTube recently was like a, a comparison video between this and Predator. Um, how yeah. the like macho macho element of these characters who seem like almost unbeatable just gets gets like taken apart like and how quickly it happens and and sort of what that means for the protagonists and that and I just find that uh, again that's what that's one of the things that got me thinking about this film yeah, yeah I think I saw I'm pretty sure I saw this in the cinema I have a, mem- a memory of that um, but I'm assuming it's an 18 I think when it came out in 2002 I was 16 so Ooh, little sneaky naughty. little sneaky sneaky in there yeah, yeah well, um, but yeah, I remember being like pretty affected by it. I've always kind of been quite fascinated with werewolves, but never really loved a werewolf film apart from American Werewolf in London as much. Is that because when, so you when you see it, a werewolf, like they're kind of cool until you see them and you're like, ah, it's like a yeah. weird costume sort of. Yeah, I mean, I've, exactly. I mean, that these are like this is like a weird costume, but there's something really, really creepy about these werewolves. And that, yes, you see them up close, and yes, you see them from afar. But there's something about like, their height, and I think they're I think they're all played by like dancers as well, so that yeah, their movements yeah. are kind of all 
very like smooth. One of them was doing the worm towards that person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of them was doing the robot. One of them was break dancing. <laughs> There's just something proper, proper freaky about them. I find like you could. T- I mean, you look at it and you go, "That's a person in a costume or something." Yeah. But there's something really. There's something still scary about it. If they'd have been like six foot tall, yeah, I think they wouldn't have been quite as. They would have looked a tad ridiculous. The fact that they're like what nine foot tall, maybe. Well, they look like they were on. Um... Stilts. Stilts or something. Yeah. Yeah. Platform shoes. Disco in the <laughs> round. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's some, some of the bad, just like this, this was the first film I think where I felt since an American werewolf in London, this is the first werewolf film where I felt creeped out by werewolves again. So I think, you know, everything that kind of we'd seen around about this era. So we'd seen like underworld, yeah. uh, Van Helsing, which sure if they came before or after. It's all this. very CG. But, you know, that's really, yeah. Very CGI, and you know what? People shedding their skin and suddenly being a werewolf. You know, I mean, there's just something really odd. And I don't think, again, yeah. this film didn't focus too much on the transformation thing. It did, like, it did that thing get... where someone gets thrown behind yeah. a table. And it's like that's, yeah. that table is not like a solid thing. You could look. No. Like you dip, you look right. dip your head, you can see under that. Yeah. 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 But. I feel like if we would have seen a transformation, it may have kind of ruined it a bit because I think one thing that shows off a film's budget immediately is what the transformation scenes. I mean, American Werewolf in London is like, yeah. uh, is an extreme case. You know how you get around it. You hire someone who can move their ears. Just get a quick close up <laughs> of that sort of ear moving, that freakish ear moving thing. And then, uh... are, you an act- are you an actor? <laughs> no. Could you move your ears? Yeah. Get in a film. <laughs> Just have a quick close up of someone's ear moving, and then pull, and then pull to the, put away to the table the thing, and I'd be convinced. Fucking hell, that's some weird dude. <laughs> that is horrible. Basically, it's just like, um, what, this is like contact lenses, yeah, uh, fake teeth, nails. You go, oh, he's, oh, he's turning. Oh, he's turning. Yeah. He's turning. Yeah. But yeah, like I think they probably just went, look, doing a bloody transformation is going to be right ball ache. Let's just and and, and it don't like, ruin I think it they for did me. say I'm that all... as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ruined it for me. It made me kind of think. Yeah, yeah, there he goes. Yeah. So, uh, the so it's filming a sixteen millimeter, so it was low budget. It's made for like two million pound or two million dollars, uh, which is kind of a big budget nowadays. But back then, it was like low budget. You can tell it's filming a sixteen millimeter. It's very grainy, sort of very. Um, it doesn't mm. look polished. It looks low budget. There's part of this part of somewhere I think it just looks like a group of lads mucking about in the woods. <laughs> But I, I, I also think that kind of works for it. I mean, it just kind of seems kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, like the the the, 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 the relation, the relation. Sorry, the relationship between everyone is great. The yeah. fact that they're there when when there's an England football match happening, like the England versus Germany match, the five-one yeah, yeah. game, that's happening. So they're like a few of them are a bit sort of like put out by it. Or what we doing on this training mission? Um, but yeah, those sort of British sensibilities sort of come into it, yeah. and the, camarader- the camaraderie and the banter. Bants, proper bants. The bants, all about the bants. That bit with uh, the nip to Nando's. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, I mean, and they don't—they don't all strike me as like super, super competent soldiers either. Like a few of them are like got these what about tendencies. Cooper? Private Cooper. Well, some of them are definitely like Cooper and the, the dude play. Um, what everyone's Wells is that another one? Spoon. There's, there's <laughs> one called Spoon. That spoon. I was convinced they were they were saying Spoon. With an M. Spoon. Most of the Spoon. film. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not a word. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously, that's probably what it was. Yeah. But yeah, some of them don't feel so competent. Like when they get hold of some actual weapons with live, live ammunition later, that like some of them are like misfiring and like getting stuck when they're trying to reload. Yeah. Like, so that's the thing. I think that 
that that human element. Whereas in comparison to Predator, another a film that was obviously I, I saw a comparison to, mm-hmm. like they're obviously super macho, perfect super soldiers, like blowing it. The first mission they have, they just take everyone out with yeah, like, action hero style. Yeah. Action hero style. Whereas these guys, you're a bit more like, oh shit, Jesus. Yeah. You know, steady on, mate. It's good because and the people who are there to sort of deal with the problem, who are kitted out for it, they they got they got fucked up like last week or whatever, however it worked. And yeah, yeah. These, these people, I think we find out later on, we'll get into the plot in a minute. Uh, these people were the baits, right? It wasn't actually this training mission that set out. To yeah, be. yeah. So pretty much, yeah. pretty much the bait. Um, I think they were chosen for whatever reason. Obviously, a few of them were chosen because they were connected to the. Yeah, to it's the, like uh, the when I want Alaska to do like a learn a new trick, I get the treats out. And I use that as bait to get her to do something. It's a similar sort of idea. It's I mean, pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same. Uh, the key players we got here. Uh, Sean, I don't know Sean Pertwee, uh, mm-hmm. who you'd recognise. I didn't, I didn't know his name. Um, he gets top billing in all the like the credits and stuff. Yeah. And like, but he's not even the main dude. Private no, Cooper is the main dude. Out of everybody, though, he's he's probably the biggest name in this. In the yeah, yeah. Because his, his dad was Wurzel Gummidge, isn't that right? Is that right? I didn't know. That's true. John Pertwee, his dad was Wurzel Gummidge. Wurzel Gummidge. I don't even know. That. <laughs> I don't even know if that's his, if that's his voice. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm thinking might... think it must be. But yeah, <laughs> trivia. Uh, he was. He was in, uh, I, I think he's in quite a few British films. I think Sean Pertwee. You'd recognise him. He's in Gotham. I never watched that, but I just saw that he's in Gotham. He's yeah. Uh, he's uh, in so Alan, you know, Alan Partridge. Yeah. Film. So if you go, if you get one of my men killed, I will take my uniform off and make you pay for it. What you want me to buy your uniform? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's my favourite line in that film. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin McKidd. Oh. Don't know. I don't really know uh, uh, this guy. He plays Private Cooper. Sort of a, the the very skilled one of the stand like the work is is good but he's still working class. He's I like look at his credits and uh, he's done loads of stuff but I don't really recognise yeah. him he's from in, too much. He's in Train Spine. He's um yes. he's one of the guys who's like the mate the mates of the main crew and he ends up like dying dying from an overdose and everyone's like oh bloody hell oh, if it could happen hell. to him it could happen <laughs> to anyone yeah um only only notice um because uh he's in absolutely loads of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, so that's another shadow that I've never never seen. Yeah, um, Emma Cleesby so, plays a woman called Megan. Who she plays a woman. <laughs> a woman. Um, I, I didn't recognise her to be honest. Um, she no. comes into it later on. She's a bit of a uh, mystery uh, vet. <laughs> I get. I don't know. Mystery uh, <laughs> vet. That is definitely the name of a Channel Five show. <laughs> mystery uh, vet. <laughs> Liam Cunningham. Uh, who we know as Davos from Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. plays Captain Ryan, who's sort of like Captain of the Bad Guys. He's the, uh, the guy, he's the government, he's the man. Um, and you, you can know. tell that he's evil yeah. because of the way he talks. He talks and very posh, but like uh, for his tongue, like his, very, his, I think his tongue exactly. is swollen. Yeah. Why don't you shoot the dog? Come on. Yeah, like, you, can tell, you can tell he's, <laughs> tell he's evil, just, just by the yeah. way he talks, that's it. Yeah. You've got, if you're if you're that well spoken, you're definitely evil. Yes. There's uh, another guy called Corporal Bruce Campbell, which uh, I found out later on was uh, a reference to the Evil Dead. Apparently, there's loads of little references to other horror movies that I just uh, I, I didn't Corporal pick up on. Bruce Campbell, I didn't even notice that. But yeah, yeah that's that's a bit of an obvious reference to someone, isn't it? They could have called him Bruce Camp Bell. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Bell Camp. Um, so there's a few other people in there. It's quite a big, quite a lot. It's quite a big cast, uh, and most of them I don't. 
I don't really know too much. I don't know if anywhere else, maybe an advert or something. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, the story, how, how, how does it kick off? Uh, so we kind of like turn up in Scottish islands. There's like a couple who were yeah. having a having a lovely... Having, it off. having a what? Would it, they're having it off, aren't they? Oh, you would say that, wouldn't you? I think they're just having it... <laughs> having it off. First of all, if you're in a horror film, don't have it off. Don't have you know it off. Happens. That's, that's scream. That's what he says. Don't have it off, lads. And then don't he... <laughs> have it off. Um, yeah, so they're they're camping, and I think they're just like chilling, chilling, having some beans straight out of can or yeah. something. Like that. Yeah. And then doesn't she give him like a silver, like a letter opener, silver letter? Silver letter, letter opener. Open. She says, a... "Don't like, don't lose it because it's it's solid silver." Like she makes a big point about it because yeah. it's a plot device, and we need to know that. It's also like um, <laughs> it's yeah, like any much. it's like. The X Files or Supernatural before the credits start is that yeah. kind of uh, introduction to? I like that though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I like, I like that stuff. Yeah. I like it when a, I like it when a, when an X Files episode opens like that, and you know you know someone's going to go down, especially yeah. if in the woods. Yeah, and you know, you know there's going to be a creature or something. Yeah, yeah. So we don't we don't see anything. Just a tent. Just gets. Oh zipped. yeah, they don't take any tits out or anything like that. <laughs> but when the tent starts zipping up, like, would you just lie there and watch it? Because they just lie there and watch it. Like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know what I'll you like, could do. I mean, close it. Getting your, I mean, getting your sleeping bag and zip yourself up. Like, no one's here. I think you'd say something. You'd say occupied. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, that's what. And then when you, were, yeah, when you were so growling, just go, Jesus, what's wrong with you? Yeah, give, yeah, him, so, a, give him a tum. Or an so the girl, or... the girl, kind of gets like dragged. Give him a. T- <laughs> the girl that gets dragged out, and the man's trying to grab hold of her, and then he gets a spray of blood in the face, yeah. um, and then and then and then he gets eaten. But we, well, killed so, or whatever. Yeah. We don't, we don't see what we don't see who's attacking them or what happens. And you know, even though we're watching a film called Dog Soldiers, yeah, we go like it could, could be anything. Yeah. Could be anything. <laughs> could be the Blair Witch. I think um, be... I read as well that they wanted the producers wanted to change the name of the film to Night of the Werewolves. Uh, I think Dog Soldiers is a way better name. But yeah, this Dog Night Soldiers of has the so Werewolves. Much, I know, yeah, Dog Soldiers has so much more character to it. It just feels like a, I don't know. Just, I mean, for the rest of my life, I will always, when I ever heard the word Dog Soldier, I'll always think of this. Yeah, Night of the Werewolves. That's too on the nose, isn't it? That's what, literally on the, on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Soldiers versus werewolves. Soldiers that's, versus I mean, that's, werewolves. That's quite good, actually. I like that. That's <laughs> slightly more on the nose. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we cut to somewhere in Wales. We get the bleeping, like the, the locator. Wales. And then we're in Wales. <laughs> Wales. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, Private Cooper. He's running away from some uh, people in black shirts. They catch up with him, but he. He does, he does some action punches. Frankie and, ben, Frankie and Benny's, <laughs> Frankie and Benny's uh, waiters running yeah. after him. Man. You haven't paid for your the, the lasagna. Lost, yeah. Uh, but yeah. What's the what's the pizza called? Did they fold over? That's my favorite. Calzone. Yeah. Uh, calzone. calzone. Fungi calzone. They're, they're hitting him with the massive um, the pepper grinder. <laughs> pepper spray. That's the best. That's a really good joke from Shrek Two. When uh, do you know what I mean? When uh, the security guards catch up and the pepper spraying the guy with it. Oh right, okay, no, 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 <laughs> I'll see that. <laughs> I don't so, really like oh, Sorry. Oh, that's that's a discussion for another time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so oh, yeah, so the, the, the kid they, they catch up with Private Cooper and then Liam Cunningham comes onto the scene and he says he sounds like the guy one of the guys from the Gargoyles cartoon and he sort of comes on 
my god, what a reference. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. Wow. <laughs> Pull that one out. Um, and then he says, well done, Private Cooper. You've survived for like 22 hours or something. You're right good at this, mate. Uh, now shoot this dog. And um, Basically, you can yeah. join my team, but if, only if you shoot this dog. Yeah. And he goes, are you going to do it, mate? I bloody love dogs. You couldn't do it, could you? I mean, no one could. If they could, I, I, I don't know. I, just, I, mean, this, I don't this, understand. This is, this is the thing. Like, this is a, like, if you're in that situation, you're kind of thinking, if I don't shoot this dog, am I not yeah. going to get into the team? Or then yeah. do I shoot the dog and they go, you're mental. Yeah. This, the, what's the test? Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't know. It's like, exactly. now. But you stick, but to be fair. Suck my stick. dick. Uh, no. You passed the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You passed the test. We yeah. do want you in our team. <laughs> no. Or you, or you go, my... yes, you do it. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. you are in the team. Now suck my dick. Wait, is this still part of the test? You no, passed. no, no. You passed the test. Now suck my dick. Okay, get yeah. down to it. You failed the test. Wait, you can't. Oh. This is stupid. Yes, it is stupid. You passed the test. <laughs> okay, so oh, great. can I go home now? You, you no, failed you the failed. Test. <laughs> if anything, I'd be like, uh, so the dog is a very cute dog. What's what's the pay? You know, you're going to start like negotiating at this point. Yeah, like what's the pension scheme like? Do I get shares? Do I get like, a company car? Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck off, then. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not it. I love dogs. I meant to say from the start, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um he sticks, he sticks to his guns but then yeah. the, the the corporal like says basically oh you're not good enough for my team then or is he a corporal what is he private no captain captain capitan his name's captain richard ryan all oh, right okay yeah um yeah so basically he <laughs> he goes i'll shoot a bloody dog then and he shoots the dog and uh yeah. private yeah. cooper reacts like he shot literally his granddad doesn't he yeah nah! which i yeah. mean you know if you like yeah. dogs then fair enough and then basically he says, oh, fuck off then. And then he, then he like, <laughs> says, well, uh, not, we'll t- we'll then he punch him. Oh, yeah. Private, I don't know, yeah. Think so. Private Cooper punches him. That's for the dog. He, he tries to, but Captain Ryan uh, sort of ma- uh, maneuvers around him, I think. I don't think he gets to punch in. Um, Captain Ryan is the big bad, so he's he not going to win. Uh, not right to start the film, anyway. Um, so then we cut to the credits of Ink Dog Soldiers, and then we go, Scotland again. And then we're back in Scotland, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, Cooper is yeah. now with like the they're like the TA or something. They're not like a I don't think like a real army or something. They do some sort of training program. That yep. it's like it's cold and the, the football match is on that night, and they're going to miss it. And Sean Pertwee's like, um, "Come on, lads, we'll we'll have a laugh or whatever." It's yeah, like so it's a, like it's like a training mission. So they've yeah. got like non non lethal. Rhymes, or have they just got guns that are like just blanks? I think it says, and they got the gu- gu- yeah. gun, guns with a lid on, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guns with a lid screwed on. It looks like they um, have got guns with a lid on, yeah. And it says, <laughs> and, and I think they're doing a training mission like against like this SAS unit, yeah, special, so special like, forces, gonna... yeah. How'd you win that though? Like, if you got guns with a lid on, <laughs> how'd you know if you hit someone? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think in some training things, they have a rubber, uh, rubber bullets or something, or BB guns or something, and you still... <laughs> Water pistols, <laughs> laser tag, quasar, quasar. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It makes but a bleeping noise when you shot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but but um, oh man, I used to love quasar. It's really good. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, well, this isn't real, is it? I mean, <laughs> it's just a film, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, I'm sure it, sure it exists. Real summer like that. Yeah. So yeah, they're basically, it's basically happened at the same time. England and Germany are playing each other in a. Uh, in that in the game which was 5-1 in the, yeah. the which was uh, maybe a world cup qualifier I don't know the ins and outs mate but I think so yeah. and um, so we're getting more like snatch like talking between the English people when in all honesty there'd be more like Jay for any in between is I think that's the kind of level of wit they would have we call each yeah. other twat you twat like constantly you twat Ooh, you football twat. friend yeah. army friend yeah exactly yeah Rather than a sort of a, a constant witticism sort of stuff going on. Uh, and then what happens? So they camp out for the night. Um, a live cow. The cow comes out of nowhere. That's right. Yeah. So they're having a, having a chat, talking about some shit, and like a dead cow just lands in the middle of their camp, which obviously they all shit themselves for. Which now they think um, about it. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, sorry, second Alan Partridge reference of the day. Do you remember that Alan Partridge episode where they were like going under a bridge on a on a on a boat and they push like a and some farmers push a cow onto him off the boat and it lands and crushes him. That just, that just reminded me of that. There's a bloody cow on me. Get it off. Stop rolling. So we don't know how this this cow's been mauled and stuck up a tree. And now to think about it, I don't know how even that, that happened. But um, they they don't seem to take too much notice of it. They're just like, I'm not going to let this ruin my evening. Um, yeah, I guess maybe they're thinking it was the other team, like trying to put the willies up them. Or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something, something like that. Because what else? You're not going to think, oh, bloody werewolves. Werewolves. Classic <laughs> werewolf manoeuvre. Classic Sticking. werewolf. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then they take, they walk a little bit further um, and they come across Captain Ryan and his camp, but all of his men are dead, right? Yeah, all and of his men are dead and, well, they sort of find... First of all, they think the camp's abandoned because they're like, there's nothing here, all their guns are here, all their stuff's here. Hmm. Um, and then Captain Ryan suddenly appears like out in there going, Arr! 
He's got like a. They came out of nowhere. They tore them apart. He's like that. And look what they did to my nipples. They've got like his nipples have been scratched off or something. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, you don't, you don't need them, so I don't know what he's worried about. <laughs> exactly. Chill out, mate. Um, and then they've also got like uh, trank guns that doesn't look like they're set out for. Uh, they haven't got the same guns as the lids on, as you say. Uh, oh. They've got trank guns. Um, so then they get attacked by whales. Yeah. I mean, that's so what then, but that's yeah, what again, we don't we don't see them, so it's kind of like mm. what is it like um, uh, dusk at this time? It's not like dark, yeah, is it? It's like dusk, and we hear like oh, that's some fun, <laughs> <laughs> like all that stuff. Where's the gummage? Where's the gummage? I don't know if that's even right. Like it, I've got no point of reference for that. Yeah. Where's the gummage? Turns up and goes, come here, Sean, <laughs> come and sit on Daddy's knee. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they basically they they all like split off and they're like they're trying to trying to get the weapons like the actual weapons without the lids on, um, and they're like fi- firing guns and like some some of them are getting stuck like shit oh man one of them runs into a like a a branch yeah. and impales him. I don't think that that couldn't happen. I don't think maybe it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. Um, maybe run, the werewolves. Even if you run make... it, I think you. It, like, it would still bounce off your ribcage. I don't think it would go all the way through. Seems a bit of a stretch. Why do you try it? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can't, no, you, can't so. convince, yeah. you can't convince me to do that. Yeah. Uh, but he dies anyway, uh, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Pear Twee gets. Something are we saying else. his name right? Pear Twee. Sounds a bit, he Pear, gets. Pear um, Twee, yeah. uh, one of them slashes his tummy. I said tummy. I've said the word tum too much this episode. <laughs> tum tum slashes his tum tum and all his gutty guts come out. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then what happens is so they run away. I think. Uh, yeah, so basically, he's like going to get finished off, but Cooper comes and like saves him and yeah. like shoves, shoves his guts back in pretty much. Says they um, fit, as, as, and he goes, has anyone ever been. Fit, Gosh, that bloody fit. Has anyone ever been like gutted and had their intestines hang out and survived for pretty much a whole film? Well, I don't know about... Yeah. No. no I don't think so. It, re- it reminded me a little bit of uh, Mr. Orange from Reservoir Dogs. You know, how he's like just been shot in the gut and he's kind of like... Yeah. He's fucked for like the whole film. Apparently that's kind of, um, like a really painful way to go. Because uh, all you... If you get gut shot, uh, apparently all your stomach acids and stuff like spills out and it burns. It's like really burns your insides. And yeah, it's not... I, I wouldn't recommend it, I don't think. No. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't want that. Shot in no. the belly button. I'd rather run uh, to a branch than pay on myself. Yeah, if, if you had a choice, you'd rather run to a branch. Uh, yeah, so then they kind of get, they, they're like retreating and um, uh, Megan turns up in her Jeep and she's like some sort of like zoologist. I and don't she's, know what the fuck. Uh, I, I get confused with her backstory. I think, yeah, I don't she, know. We'll she get says she's been like studying animals in the area. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, oh, there's only, there's only there's only like one house nearby, but we'll, so we'll go to that. And they, yeah. there's like a, fa- a family live there, so they all go there. Um, but the house is like abandoned. Yeah, uh, mm. it's a nice house. Uh, I'd probably say 150,000 pound at market value. You and, uh, more, more than that. More <laughs> than that. No transport. Links, more than that no, in this day and age. No corner shop. I don't know. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. A corner shop adds at least 50k. On yeah. Time. No, no local schools. Uh, so, well, anyway, it's a nice house. Um, There's werewolves everywhere. <laughs> that's it, yeah. It's going to bring the, the value down of any property, really. Um, 
so not if, you, not if you just do the viewings like in the daytime. Yeah, you don't tell them about the werewolves. You don't tell them about the the black mold or the werewolves. <laughs> and um, so they they go in this house. They they barricade themselves in, uh, and then it's like there's soup on the table. One of them eats yep. some hot soup. <laughs> so I'm gonna get some grub down me, mate. Yeah, which is good because you know in films like this, people don't really eat, do they? People just they don't piss, they don't poo, they don't eat. No, and it kind of makes sense, you know. Yeah. They love they love a lovely soup. So I'm not sure exactly how it happens, but Megan basically says that those people who attacked them or those things that attacked them were werewolves, saying that she's been like lycanthropes. Like so, but she says in the way like, that like we did, we wouldn't know what that is, but yeah, it's 2018. We all know. We all know what a lycanthrope is. Yeah. yeah, so basically werewolves. And of course, I think a few of them are a bit dubious, like what the fuck, but they do go outside to kind of have a little look about and they see the lanky, hairy yeah. bitches. Just, just surround. <laughs> they've like, so they've like they've surrounded uh, the house. They've also like ripped the engine of the, the, the Jeep in a way that I imagine any Wolverine could do. Or like Colossus, yeah. like it's that's unnaturally strong. Like if they could rip that steel and stuff, they could just rip the door open like if they're that strong it's, it's a film luke sorry. Or <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway uh cooper so shoots the car got, they, it blows up they've, and got, then they go they've obviously sorry they've obviously got a certain amount of intelligence then if they could do that yeah they know what they're doing they know what they're doing mate yeah yeah so so cooper what sorry shoots the car shoots the car it blows up uh and then they go back inside uh and then they're, they're kind of trapped in there now uh they meet the dog there's a border collie in there um, he tries to yep. pull on Sean Pertwee's bandages, tries to get the guts out. This is actually, it's actually his guts in it, as far as I remember. And he put on the I guts. I thought they were the bandages, uh, but um, I don't know. Maybe they are. Wolves. It would been fun. Wolves. It'd been... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been funnier if yeah. it was actually his guts. Yeah, it would make. I hope it, I hope I hope it was. It, I hope it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, is, so they basically. Yeah. They, they like all the all the soldiers like defend the house pretty much against the yeah. werewolves. They're, like constantly trying to get in, but they just go arms. They all go all army, don't yeah, they? Yeah, just I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Long fingernails to pull in for anything. Show it, controlled boasts. Uh, what's the name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Short controlled boasts. I had yeah, to write so that down phonetically because I couldn't work out how Short. he said those words like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to write it down. I put like, like, show it, like, controlled boasts. <laughs> that's good they're kind of like they're all running yeah. out of like ammo they're all like oh bloody hell I've only got two two for a shotgun two for this two for that but obviously they're having a few <laughs> issues yeah. um, and they go and treat uh, Cooper and Megan treat Wells' horrible big open maybe stomach. the best scene like the most memorable scene in the film really oh apparently um, yes. so there's a moment where Cooper punches uh, Wells yeah like twice and apparently one of those punches is real yeah well he was yeah, quite annoying acts- like, accidentally, this is for, accidentally this is connected. For your fucking friend. weirdo dad, Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> oh, don't hit my son like that. <laughs> again, again, it's definitely, it's definitely how he talks. And um, where you going? So, oh yeah, so uh, they use super glue on his on his guts to get it all back in there. He's like boozing away. He gets really drunk. He does that whole thing of I, like, I love you, mate. I fucking love you. I, love, I fucking love you. I, I, I don't tell you enough. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, it's bloody hurting, so please knock me out. So he knocks him out. Yeah. Bang. And then he goes, <laughs> I said, knock me out, you fucking pussy. Bang. Gets a second. Yeah. Well, at what point does, um, uh, I don't know, one of the other men uh, gets like pulled out through the door. 
Yeah, I think they kind of they kind of decide. Oh, we've we've kind of we've we've they've fallen back the werewolves. So we've yeah. done all right, defended ourselves. And he kind of turns his back to the window and says something like, "Fuck it, hell." Fucking, fucking, it does. I think it says that like, fucking wolves or fucking, fucking werewolves, fucking airy bastards, and just yeah. gets pulled, just gets pulled, yeah. um, in. And then they develop a plan, which is to go and get this Land Rover out of the garage, which is like a Another little Land bit Rover. further away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's all pretty good as like a sort of a horror film, but also like as a siege, yeah, as like a, a, a under siege film, which I find. I mean, they're always pretty cool. Uh, so also we. Mi- there's a bit, I don't know if it's around here, Sean Cunningham, uh, Captain Ryan, uh, turns into a werewolf around here. Is it? Yeah, but I think initially um, he, ex- he explains what happened. So I think this, I think okay. this is, yeah. um, I think this is after they go and try and get a Land Rover. Yeah. So initially, so one of them kind of goes out and, and uh, creates a diversion. Yeah. Um, is a Spoon? He's yeah. off. Yeah, he's off. He's off his nut. This guy, and he and he get like. A, does he get a flare? He gets a flare, and he's like the werewolf gets way too close, and he's like, "See you later." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Terry, is it Terry who runs? Or no, no, I think it's Joe. There's another one of them called Joe. He runs bah, 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 to get to the Land Rover, but when yeah. he gets there, um, he starts the engine, and the werewolf is there, uh, eating one of the guys. Yeah, that's what, that bit was quite a, brutal. Uh, I thought um, got, you saw the guy like looking over like, "Help me." And then uh, his head just comes off. <laughs> looked yeah. good. And he, the dude manages to drive the Land Rover up to the house, but then he yeah. basically gets... But there's a whole thing when he goes, like, oh. you just like see the breath, and he's like, you're behind me, aren't you? Yeah, and yeah. I just imagine the guy with like a dry ice machine. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it I am behind you. I am behind you. <laughs> but the thing is, as soon... The, the second that I see that or hear that breath, I'm getting out... Of, I'm scrambling to get out of the car. Yeah, I wouldn't go... Okay, well this this is it. Like this you do, it. you you get out, you do something. And why would a werewolf just be like, like <laughs> you'd smell it as well? Because like wet dog breath, uh, it really does fucking stink. Like wet werewolf breath. Yeah. Get why don't you get some treats or take some soup out with you or something to soup. They love soup. Malagatani. They they love it. Also, I, I don't know. If, I mean, well, wolves do eat people, don't they? But if you've got like food. I think these are uh, werewolves, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. All um, different kettle, all different kettle of fish. So that's two of them dead then now. Um, and then, yeah. So you're right. It's around here where Captain Ryan tells him what happened. Yeah. So he basically gets interrogated. They they're all like, "We've had enough." Yeah. Like our men are dying left, left, right, and center. Uh, tell us what the hell's been going on, you yeah. bastard. We know you know. And he's like, he's a classic villain where he's like, ha ha, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> oh, you still yeah. got no chance. Ha ha ha, you idiots. Yeah. He basically says that, that, that they like were Milo basically... Milo Yiannopoulos when you, you do that. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. It's just nice little far right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nice little far right. He's a, he's a little bit more evil than that, isn't he? Surely. Milo, um, Captain Ryan. Milo. Okay, I think, yeah, I think yeah. if, Milo, if Milo was in this, he'd be... But in, uh, Turn yeah. into a werewolf, we pretty. Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, he basically says that they knew these werewolves were here. They wanted to capture them, exploit one of them as a weapon. It's always the same, isn't it? Like whenever there's like some sort of monster, beast, dinosaur, there's always somebody who wants to go. We'll turn that into a weapon. It's not more 
like yeah. effective than a it's not more effective than a gun is it well I, think I, of the risk think of the risk involved but, right i mean how would you know like if you released a werewolf in iran i don't know somewhere somewhere, like somewhere you, know, you wanted to you wouldn't know it was a u.s property like oh unless there's a know, bit microchips. there's a bit so in the new jurassic world film have you seen it no but oh, they talk about yeah. developing dinosaurs as weapons, and they say, basically, we've got this gun here, right? And you aim it at your enemy, and you yeah. press this little... And then the dinosaur goes, oh, hang on a minute, over there, that's the enemy, I'll go and kill it. <laughs> but you've got a gun! <laughs> yeah. Just get rid of that laser gun, yeah. get an actual gun, and aim it at your enemy, and then you shoot them, and then they're dead. And you don't have to worry about transporting a bloody dinosaur that might eat you. Just to feed a dinosaur. Think of the, the greenhouse gases as well. <laughs> like the methane going into the air when they fart. Mate, the upkeep on dinosaurs must be insane. I mean, I've never, I've never had that thought before. Vet bills. Glad, glad you have. Vets bills. <laughs> Vets bills. Have you had it chipped? Yes. Yeah. Getting the um, like ticks out of there. Well, maybe they'd be alright. Don't have skin, do they? Um. So, <laughs> uh, so what other what's going? Oh yeah. So did like Captain Ryan? You, you let shows you to me, and he's like, no. <laughs> Three times said Tommy. <laughs> Captain Ryan, show us your belly button. Is it an innie? Is it an innie or is it an outie? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like really. It's sensitive. an outie, yuck! It's like, <laughs> it's like really sensitive about it, and then he goes no, and then they go look, show us, and then um, don't be shy, love, and then he he shows him, and then he's just like healed, it's like his wounds are healed, um, and then I think it's around then we get into a fight and he turns into the werewolf. I think that's around that point. They have a bit of a fight. He slings people around. Then he ends up behind a table, and then he transforms off screen. We see obviously his eyes, his teeth, and his nails yeah. go. Liam Cunningham's behind... well into that. <laughs> it's sort of like <laughs> roll as well. Gets really yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he falls behind it, transforms into a werewolf, yeah. and starts fighting everybody. And they're like smashing plates on his head, and yeah, gets a sword, stuff. sword through the chest. Yeah. Oh, he gets a sword through the chest. Megan's werewolf. Uh, Megan's weapon is like a camera. That she just flashes in their face, <laughs> obviously disorientate yeah, them. Right, yeah. But yeah, then he um, decides. But then after the werewolf gets a sword for his chest, he just smashes out the door and runs away. Yeah. Okay, so um, so it starts to come towards the end around here. Um, I think they make some sort of plan to get out, and then and then we have the the betrayal of the woman. Yeah. So I've, <laughs> so I think around. <laughs> so I think about round about now. Yeah, uh, Cooper realizes that the family are the werewolves. He looks at a photo and he's just like, "The reason they're." Tra- I thought that from the start. I, 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 I I'm, I'm smarter than Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of says like, "They're trying to get." You know what I mean? That they are home. That was it. They're just trying to get in their house. That's what he wanted to do. They're like, "You're in our house, you bloody knobs." You ate our soup, and you drank our booze, and I use our use my super glue, my Loctite. That guy's yeah. guts. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason, this is this was a bit far fetched, a bit silly. But Megan was like, "Oh, the werewolves are probably hiding in that barn there, probably chilling in the barn." Uh, <laughs> so why don't you just go to the barn and blow it up, and then they'll be dead, and then we can get out of here. So yeah, they develop like a plan. So to do that. and they they go to the barn that's empty, and they come back, and the wolves are there, right? Well, they go to the, they go to the barn, they blow it up. They they like okay. they do exactly they do exactly that they yeah. destroy it but then Megan reveals later that well as they come back she 
pretty much gets found out by Cooper. Who's put, he's done a bit of espionage. He's putting all the he's putting all the clues together now. Um, She's like a part of the family. She, she is took revealed. The picture. There's no werewolves in the barn. The reason she's not in the picture is because she took it. She's yeah. a part of the family. So I don't really understand. Like, has she been suppressing her werewolf metamorphosis? Because she pretty much. Well, I don't think this takes on the uh, the full moon aspect. If it does, I don't think we see it. It just seems to be when people get pissed off or found out. When people decide that they <laughs> yeah. want to be a werewolf, they can. Yeah. Okay. And she also says, and I unlock, I've unlocked the back door to the house, and then the werewolves are coming in. And there's yeah. quite an iconic moment there where they all kind of surround her, all their horrible yeah. shadows. Yes, yeah, I don't her. know what they do with the camera. Something, maybe it's the way the werewolves are moving. Like you said, they're sort of groovy moving. Um, but something very weird happens, like a visual thing that is very creepy. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then she kind of like starts to transform, but then Wells turns up and shoots, pops her in the head. What's and it that? all starts going to. It all starts going a bit mad here, like a bit terrifying. Doesn't um, isn't Megan like shooting the other wolves at some point? I swear, like she's like firing a gun at them, and like that's like her dad or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Maybe she just, she yeah. just knows what she's doing. She knows what she's, she's doing. Just leaving a toilet seat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it all goes a bit mad here. Like yeah. Cooper and Wells are like going through different rooms, and like there's a bit where they like dig through wall to like get to each other and then shoot yeah, the floor. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, that was bad. I just kept thinking, God, this set has just been absolutely destroyed. Or like, I just kept thinking, I wonder if it's a real house. Um, well, it really like, gets full on destroyed, doesn't it? At the end? It gets full on destroyed. Yeah. yeah but I, I'm guessing that was a miniature yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fighting. Yeah, you're right. They, they, they climb, they break for the wall and then they, and then they shoot, like the floor and they fall down into the kitchen again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Sp- Spoon is fighting a werewolf in the kitchen, like going absolutely ape shit, like with pans yeah. and just like smashing the fuck out of it. Like actually having a, actually having a, a like a boxing match. Yeah. As yeah. Well. And then he gets um, eaten to the point where there's nothing left. It's just yeah. like, so, like bits of uh, bubbles and blood and but, stuff. So just as, just as he's about to be eaten as well, the iconic line he says to the werewolf, I hope I give you the shit. Yeah. You- Dirty rotten, bath. which is horrible, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so he'd actually eaten like same. a really. He's at, he'd actually eaten a vindaloo the night before. Yeah. He's certainly been storing it in there. Yeah, waiting for the, for the werewolf to eat him. He knew it was going to happen. Uh, it's happening how this ends. So Sean Pertwee starts to turn. The werewolves come Sean in. Per- yeah. He- Sean Pertwee starts to turn. Um, he's kind of resolved himself to death. He's like, um, I'm going to die. Puts yeah. the gas on in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, draws the werewolves in. Um, Cooper like escapes down into like the basement yeah. area. Um, and when he's down there, uh, he finds the werewolf um, who was the captain, Captain Ryan. With the sword still in him. But then he finds sword. the uh, metal, uh, sorry, the silver dagger, right? Yeah, so he finds the still- silver dagger. So obviously there's been loads there's loads of skeletons and loads of bits of bones and and bodies so the family's and, obviously just like eating people willy-nilly right eating people willy-nilly and they've obviously yeah. killed them but they, yeah eating luckily the willies the, and then nillies yeah 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 so he, he, <laughs> okay. he stabs right you know willies and their nillies stabs ryan in the chest with the silver letter opener thing um and then like kind of shoots him in the head yeah shoots then, him in the head with a classic <laughs> line they think it's all over mate the there's a lot of football stuff going on in this film and then the house blows up 
Like yeah, really, so, really blows up. So Sean Pertwee <laughs> obviously gets a gets a difficult moment where he goes to light it and then Werewolf like knocks it out of his hand, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And has it, um, he presses the thing on the oven. <laughs> How does he get it to blow? Yeah, up? yeah. He presses the yeah. presses the ignition thing on the oven. And yeah, yeah, the whole house explodes. Cooper and the dog um manage to survive. Which is nice, isn't it? And then they, they walk off and they, they live together happily ever after. Uh, yeah. But um, and then we get the maybe the best bit about the film is like the post credits thing with a newspaper headline that says yep. five one and then like a sub heading is a uh, werewolves ate my platoon. I think it was good. That was a nice little yeah. way to end it. And then uh, as a cre- as a credits roll, we get to see all of the photos, um, obviously that were taken by by Megan while while they were being attacked by werewolves, which is yeah, pretty good. Yeah. See yeah. people grabbed by werewolves, smashing plates over the heads of yeah. werewolves. <laughs> okay, of cool stuff like that. Dude, are you ready for some trivia? Hell yes. Okay, you might know some of this stuff already. You might not. That's part of the fun of trivia. So number one, yes. <laughs> uh, which boldy badass Englishman was supposed to play the part of Private Cooper? Jason Stave. He was. Jason Stave was supposed to play the part all the way up until not long before they started shooting. Um, and John Carpenter said, do you want to come in and be in Ghosts of Mars? He chose to do that instead. Um, <clears throat> ah, you know, which isn't a great, great choice. But um, yeah. but it's John Carpenter, so he, I, he probably couldn't say oh, no. Yeah, probably couldn't say no to that. Yeah. Uh, number two, which sort of balding, but you know, receding hairline at the least, funny Englishman was supposed to play the part of Spoon. Receding head Englishman, sort of funny. You say. Uh. No, sort of balding. <laughs> sort of balding. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's, that's, I mean, give me another clue. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just tell me then. Okay. Uh, his his name rhymes with Pyman Clegg. <laughs> oh my god! Is that true? Yeah. Simon Pegg. Yeah, it does. Pim- Pyman Clegg. <laughs> Simon Pegg was supposed to play the part of Spoon. No, I think I think Neil Marshall offered him the part of Spoon, uh, but Simon Pegg said he promised Edgar Wright that his first feature film would be with him. Uh, so yeah. instead, he did Shaun of the Dead, which was the correct choice. But can you imagine yeah. if Jason Statham and Simon Pegg were in this film? I kind of feel like it would work really quite well. I feel like the comedy would be yeah would be nailed. I feel like Jason Statham plays that sort of badass. Sort of ludicrous action role. So who was he supposed to be playing? Um, Cooper. Private Cooper. Yeah, the main, oh, right, the main okay. dude. Yeah, that would have worked. Him, that Sean Pertwee, and uh, Simon Pegg. Oh, it would have been amazing, really. Uh, yeah. But oh, well, well, it, well, it, well, it is amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> uh, number three, uh, which actor had a tipple on set? Sean Pertwee. He did. Yeah, he uh, got uh, hammered um, during the the drunk scenes because I think he wanted it to be real. And yeah. thirsty. He's, he? he's a method actor, you see. He's he's basically like Daniel Day Lewis. Like alcohol scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to have your guts ripped out for real. No. no. <laughs> well, I'm an actor, mate. I can pretend. What about the alcohol <laughs> scene? Method. <laughs> method. Yeah. yeah, I probably should have should have a yeah. special. Uh, number four. Uh, some of the corpses hanging around in the basement were originally created for and used in what space movie? Space movie, yeah, uh, like one of the aliens, like Alien Resurrection. No, uh, it was Event Horizon. Oh, 
yeah. oh bloody hell that's a scary that, that that should be one we do on the uh, yeah, oh yeah definitely podcast, yeah because that's terrifying yeah i don't know if it would hold up as well I, it used to, it freaked me the fuck out when i first saw it but uh yeah. i mean think maybe because we like we all knew sam neil as the good guy from uh yeah. park and now he's like he's got no eyes okay uh <laughs> number five <laughs> number five if you were a dog what breed would you be Mm, interesting. Probably like a Jack Russell. Just like incorrect. You would be <laughs> Yorkshire Schnauzer would be the What's correct that? answer. What's that? <laughs> I don't know, I thought I made it up, but I Googled it and it is a real dog. <laughs> oh yeah, when you think you made things up and you Google it and then it <laughs> exists, you're like, oh bloody hell, that, that new idea for a book is now can't do it anymore. Dinosaurs in a theme park. Great, yeah. great stuff. It's been yeah. done! <laughs> Sam Neill without eyes. Shit. Oh, damn! <laughs> yeah. Sam Neill with eyes. Oh, oh I can't win. Every other film he's in. <laughs> okay, uh, so, dude, what, what are you going to give this one? What are you going to give the Dog Soldiers? Um, I've got a lot of time for Dog Soldiers. Again, another film that I always sort of refer back to um, in terms of those, those sort of like B-movie type <laughs> Um, yeah. really, really enjoyable horror movies. I mean, it's it's just it's just a riot, isn't it? Really, yeah, I don't think I'd go as far as to put it in the A A bracket, but I mean, it's a it's a no. high B, so I'm going to go for a high B plus. Wow, I, I was going to give it a C plus because I thought it's fun, very dated. I don't think I watch it too 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 many times. Um, like, there you. I think I'm, I think I'm done <laughs> for, for now. I mean, for, ne- for the next ten years, yes. yeah. Next ten years, but um, yeah, it's good, man. It's it's one of those films. If I turn if I turn on the TV and it was on now, like I'd probably like watch a bit of it, just because I find it. Yeah, I find it thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, uh, and and now that now that you can kind of pretend that you're watching Jason Statham and Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what happened to um, the, the guy who played Spoon? Is uh, I wonder what happened to Simon Pegg and Jason Statham. Yeah, after that, imagine if they went and did this film, how much bigger they would be. Um, so next week we, are we we start your game one, right? Your game. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I know we did discuss. Um, so as it's October now, we're going to be knuckling yeah. down for some Halloween stuff. We got some stuff planned for the Halloween week. Yeah. Um, but we need we kind of need a bit a few more details confirmed before we decide exactly what we're going to do with that. So we won't kind of discuss it yet. But before that, we were going to do some um, horror movies that were adaptations from video games because, as far as I could tell, there are only three. Oh, three? What are you talking about? So, uh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Are you talking about so Silent Resident Hill e- Revelation? What? No, what no, no. So not, 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 not including sequels. I'm just oh, Alone in the Dark. Properties. Yeah. So Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and Alone in the Dark, um, where the quality obviously dips and yeah, you know. But it could be, it could be interesting. So we'll do. Well, we are going to do Resident Evil next. So yeah, the Mila Jovovich thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So that should be interesting. I haven't seen that uh, in a long time. Well, there we go. And I remember liking how, it. How was, I remember yeah. having a. It reminded me of there's some like bits like Cube in there that I remember. Yeah. Um. I, it's got a lot going for it. It for me, it's it's a it's an oak, it's an enjoyable film. It doesn't feel like a Resident Evil film. It just feels like a film. Do you know what I mean? Film, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't nail that Resident Evil vibe, and it kind of is a bit schlocky. Um, yeah. But it's the only one of the series that I can kind of tolerate. Anything after that, 
I kind of love to hate. What was the second and, one? Uh, the second one's Apocalypse. What? Which already? has got like an emphasis in it. Yeah, already. I, I thought that was like, because there's like apocalyptic ones. No, the like second further one's down. But like, yeah, I mean, like one. End of the World ones, right? Is the Extinct, second one... Extinction, Extinction's like the End of the World one. <laughs> but the and Apocalypse one like... isn't the End of the World one. Is that what you say? Yeah, the Apocalypse one is like in Raccoon City. Yeah. Basically, there's one of the wor- Resident Evil, uh, whatever it is, the final chapter, one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. And I paid money to see it. <laughs> they got you, man. They they punked you. They punked me. But Resident Evil, the first one, the only one I can kind of tolerate. So yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll see how that, we'll see how it holds up. We'll, we'll see. Okay, so we'll do Resident Evil next week then. Um, yep. This show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Go and become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovach Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please consider giving us a five-star rating review in iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to my co-host Ben for being a right horror dude. Thank yes. you very much, Luke. Nice, nice one. one. Whoa, that's weird. Did not at the same time. Okay, cool. Right, man. Same level thing. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.